welcome. I don't usually say welcome, do I? But anyway, here we are. I am Rami, the podcast. And I'm going to talk about my first Christmas in Richet's. The very first Christmas. So this is 1998, the 25th, first Christmas in Richet's. And you ask me what happened. Were we flood out? Did we get any customers? Did anyone come in? We're in the middle of nowhere. Westfields were shut. So this is in Liverpool. This corner store, you know. So Liverpool back then, or still is, is sort of to go into the centre or to the CBD of Liverpool, you have to have a reason to go there. Otherwise, you know, it's there's no there's a hospital there, but there's no houses. It's just shops and shops and offices and all the rest of it. Um, so unless you're a shop owner or you're going to your office or hospital, you've got no reason to go down that maid road, which was Elizabeth Drive. So what I decided was for that Christmas was to not open. So I had opened every day since early September when Richard's first opened, except, except Christmas Day. I shut. But of course, being passionate about my business, it didn't mean I was going to have the day off. I remember rocking up there maybe at about I would say 10 o'clock would have been that time. That's uh, I'm trying to visualise how I used to live my life and how I used to get around. I reckon I would have got down about 10 o'clock and what I decided that day was going to be a detailed clean for the business. So I grabbed my uh, cleaning, uh, all my cleaning sort of um, chemicals, mops, all the rest of it and I was on my own. I was solely on my own. Knowing that I had lunch at Shannon's, at my wife's um, parents' house at one o'clock. So I thought I'll do the morning and I'll go in there and clean the restaurant because I wasn't prepared to have a day off from my business. That is the truth. I wasn't prepared to not go and see my business. It was my baby. It was everything to me. So I rock up that morning. I... I do a detail cleaner. What that what that involved for me was moving equipment out. So we have fridges on wheels. I'm pushing the fridges off the wall, cleaning the tiles behind them, moving you know like a an, a pizza oven which we had, cleaning all behind it. Sort of getting in the oven. All the machines are cold. So and the reason why I took advantage of that the equipment being cold is because we used to open very late trading hours. So we'd be there from the earliest moment that we can in the morning, which would have been 7 o'clock, to the latest time. There was no closing time for a shay. So we used to close at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, until the last customer left. So it was my first real opportunity to get in there and to clean and to detail clean. Um, and I clearly, clearly remember on my own, I clearly remember sometime during the mid-morning, a good mate of mine that I went to school with, Steve, Came along, I don't know, he didn't know I was there, and I stand there with him, and he's got a great business mind. Steve's got a great business mind. And we stood there and we seen, like what I said, there was the only reason you had to drive down that street was if you needed something from the centre of the CBD of Liverpool. You didn't go there because you lived there. It wasn't a residential area. And while we're standing there, I'm seeing cars come past. Yeah? And I'm thinking, where are they going? And we were the corner shop and they could see two people standing there and we had parking in front and they would all come around and go, are you open? I'd like, no, it's Christmas. Are you open? I don't want to exaggerate. Let's say there was five customers. But in my eyes at the time, five customers is massive. A customer is massive. So to get five customers to say, are you open? This is before I've left to go to... 
my wife's parents' house before one o'clock or twelve thirty, whatever it was, it was like this is an opportunity. And I actually remember kicking myself on that day. I remember my mate saying to me, "Yeah, silly thing, why aren't you open?" And I was like, "Man, you know what I'll do? I'll go back to my, I'll go to my wife's house now, to my wife's parents' house, have lunch, and come back and open the restaurant." I wasn't going to miss out. Um, it didn't happen. And the reason it didn't happen, it, honestly, it was just way, I don't know, I, I don't know. It was just, logistically, it was going to be impossible. I, Whatever reason it was, could I have made it happen? I probably could have. But I probably set myself, I reckon, up. I, set, I had my mindset that day. I had been working probably from, for three months straight without a day off. So I, I had set my expectation. My body probably switched off. I honestly can't remember. But for whatever reason, at three o'clock after doing the lunch at my wife's parents' house, I decided, nah, it's not going to happen. But I tell you one thing, I never forgot. I never forgot what it meant and how many customers come around. So the following year, there was one thing I was doing, and that is I was opening for Christmas. Let me take you back to the year now. We're 1999. There's no McDonald's open on Christmas Day. There's no KFC now open on McDonald's on Christmas Day and a lot of other restaurants. So we open on Christmas Day. And I always remember how busy we were. It was a day of trying to remember because Boxing Day is big for us. I remember New Year's Day being very big for us. But... This Christmas Day, I just remember from the start of the day till like, I think, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, whatever time we closed, because there was no closing time, as I said earlier, it was unbelievable. Customers were rocking up. Now, imagine being the only, listen to, to the lessons I guess I got learned on that day. Imagine being the only shop open. Imagine being the only, imagine today, Put yourself in today's world. Imagine you're the only restaurant open in your whole suburb. And you've got to understand, Liverpool doesn't just collect the people around it. You've got the surrounding suburbs from around Liverpool. Liverpool is a hub, you know, so you're collecting probably eight, ten suburbs, 20 suburbs, whatever it is that come in there. And obviously, if you're going to look for one shop that's open and you're praying because you're still living on Christmas Day, you still want your coffee, you still want to eat something maybe outside of what your family cooked. Not everyone cele- celebrates Christmas. All the rest of it, you still want something and there's nothing to do. And we were the only place. And I'll never forget the lineup on that day. I, ne- I wish I had a camera. I wish we were back in what we got right now where we got all our, um, all our little cameras around, all our smart devices. I wish I can paint the picture for you guys who are listening on how busy and what it meant to be open. You know, like there was crowds. There was crowds of people. And when I think about it, it wasn't necessarily, and it was a lot of it was people who didn't celebrate Christmas, who had nothing to do, you know. And I and I remember thinking like, like well, I'm not thinking at the time, but I look back now and I think, you know, where were those great um, innovators or great marketers or great um, whatever they are, for the fast food brands, why weren't they open? Why didn't they see that opportunity? Of course they do today. There's, they're all open today. Every single one of them is open. I think, I think everyone opens on Christmas Day now and they understand the, 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 the potential business that's made on that, on that day. But yeah, I mean, when you take that into 
when I look at it now as and I look at Rami as a younger man and the way I looked at business, I I sort of think about how how I always saw things different to the market. I saw the opportunities where the market didn't do something. That was my opportunity to stand out and to scream. That was my opportunity to show off my brand. And maybe those little moments still like play a massive role in my business today. I don't look for a, you know, even if I'm looking for a position or for a brand new premises in my, for a new um, vacancy, like a new um, shop, I look for somewhere where there isn't a restaurant. I don't look where there's a restaurant next door. Um, I don't serve what's normally served on the menu next door. I always try and do something different. And then I look at that moment now, the Chrissy moment, you know, and I wonder how much impact that has on me and on the business decisions because your successes, I mean, now even when I visualise and I tried to say earlier, I would love to show you the picture and try and show you the crowd and I could see the big park in front of me full of people right now with the big tree and all the rest of it. And I wonder, like, those little things, those little decisions that are just, like, part of my DNA, the fact that I just wanted to succeed and I wanted to look for those um, opportunities that weren't the norm, you know? And I wonder how much they play and how much confidence they gave me as a junior and how I make my decisions today. I'll probably, without doubt, not probably, without doubt, you know, even if I relate it back a little bit to COVID, you know, I wanted to do the opposite to what everyone else did. And maybe that lesson, maybe that small lesson, I don't know, of opening on Christmas Day or going to clean my restaurant on Christmas Day has led me to where I am today and made the decisions that I made for COVID. Because I recall now, without taking you too much down the rabbit hole of COVID, um, you know, the thing was, I looked at the, what the market was doing. I looked what everyone else was doing. And my argument to my stakeholders, to my franchisees was, let's do the opposite. Because that's where the opportunity is. There's people who are going to be begging for the service, the food, blah, 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 during COVID. Again, so what I felt was that Chrissy lesson. So now I look at it and that Christmas lesson that I had on that day, because I was prepared to work hard, because I was prepared to put in, because I, I, I was in love with my brand, in love with my business. Yeah, when I went there on that day to clean, I saw the opportunity of what that day would do. And now I sit here and I don't want to see like a hero, but I wonder how many of those other brands had seen us maybe perform on that day. You know, because I can tell you if the first local McDonald's, I'll speak of McDonald's because they're my special friends, the first McDonald's to open was not everywhere. And you could call up head office makers and check with that. The first McDonald's opens was open in in areas where there was different um, uh, authenticity, not authenticity, uh, ethnic people who didn't celebrate Christmas because they thought hang on a second those people are still going about their life the same they're not as a matter of fact they're more likely to eat with us because they they got a day off they're not going to work they don't even know what to do with their day so there there's a lesson I guess for all the youngsters oldsters whoever you are that you know um looking and putting yourself in a position which is um not familiar and looking at the opposite to what the market is doing and not thinking because somebody else is not doing it. See, the correct thing would to do, well, not the correct thing, but what I think normal people would think and what I had thought previous that Christmas Day was the fast food chains are closed, the other restaurants are closed, so I have to close. You get you know what I mean? And I guess there's a lesson in that. Because somebody else does it, because everyone else is doing it 
one way, it doesn't mean you have to follow suit. And as a matter of fact, if you don't follow suit, you're going to stand out and you're going to make a difference. So there's my um, special Christmas story. I'd, I don't remember what we had at Shannon's parents for Christmas lunch, but it would have been something along the line of, um, I'm sure, a turkey and some um, chicken, um, a lot of prawns usually I know we have there. Uh, what else do we have? And, of course, the famous egg salad. Um, yeah, the egg salad, which one day maybe I could share with my audience. Maybe I could have my mother-in-law in here one day to sort of share the special potato egg Sorry, I should call it potato egg salad. Maybe one day we could share it. It is something delicious. It's what I'll probably go there for. No, no, and to see him as well. But obviously the salad is something that, there you go, that stands out for me. Um, there you go. Joining Christmas with, um, with business. Again, Rami, is there anything that I do that I don't relate back to the business side of world? So here we go. Christmas. Happy Christmas to everyone. Hope you enjoy your Christmas. And it's a great time of the year for everyone. It's been a, it's been a tough year. Um, and hopefully you've been able to take something out of this podcast and be able to grow it into your business or into your personal life or whatever. Till next time, see you guys.